Well, hello, superstars, and welcome back to a new episode of the Just Fed It podcast. In this episode, we will be discussing gratitude. Thank you in advance for listening. I have been sharing with you all everything that God has been doing in my life, how he's carried me through unemployment and blessed me financially, and how my birthday was coming up and I was going through a mini depression. Somehow, I allowed myself to become dissatisfied with the blessings of God. How many of you can relate to that? Where you don't have a thing, so you pray for a thing. And then when you get the thing, you're happy for a little while, but then your satisfaction with the thing goes away. It doesn't even fizzle out. It just goes away. Look at kids. When you buy them toys... At first, they see the toy, they want the toy, so you buy them the toy, and they're happy. But then, two days later, the toy is somewhere outside. Or how about you? When you get a car, or you get a job, or you get a new house, or you get a new spouse. (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm kidding about the spouse. But for everything else, at first you're happy and you're excited, and then you're not. It's like a switch. You're longing for the new thing, the next thing. Look at the Israelites. When God first rained manna from the sky, they were overwhelmed with joy and gratitude. But then their tone changed and they began to complain. I began to see this pattern in my life and I was in Bible study. So I asked the ladies to pray for me because how many of you know that when you are ungrateful of a thing, God will take it away. Many Israelites died in the wilderness, never seeing the promised land because they were complaining. I don't know about you, but I want to see my promised land, okay? (laughs) And the only way to do that is to be thankful. There's so many Bible verses that talk about this. There's like a reoccurring theme in the Bible about gratitude. Psalms 100 verse 4, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. First Theologians 5, 16 through 18, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you Philippians 4 6 through 7 do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus and the list goes on and on and on. I found myself starting to be ungrateful for my job. And so on my desk, I have a sticky note that says, be a Mexican. I say that because when you look at the work ethic of a Mexican, they are hard workers. They will take any job given to them, never complain, they work hard, and they're grateful for any opportunity. Even my own parents. 
I watched my mom wake up at 4 a.m. to be at work at 5 a.m. and then come home, raise five kids, make dinner, make sure the house was in order. And then on the weekends, because there were four girls and one boy, she would make sure all of our hair was done, the laundry is done, groceries are bought, never complaining. And still to this day, her kids are grown, but she still works hard. She runs her own business. And same for my dad. He works hard and never complain. You see, when people come from the islands, they do not complain about the job that they are given. They are appreciative of every single opportunity. They are hard workers and they do not complain about their job. They work hard. They never are late. They get up. They do what they have to do. And most importantly, they work hard hard the work ethic is there and for me because I was born and I was raised in the U.S. I find that I take a lot of stuff for granted for example jobs I am afforded opportunities that people my age are not afforded I went to dinner with some girlfriends of mine And one of the girls was telling us how she just graduated with her bachelor's degree and how she applied to a courthouse position and they lowballed her with a $15 an hour position. $15 an hour. I kid you not. I was a hostess at a restaurant for $15 an hour. They went through schooling took out loans, won scholarships to be in those positions. And I have been very fortunate getting these jobs by the grace and favor of God. And I complain about them. I want to learn to keep my head down, do the job and be grateful for it. So I ask God, like, hey, help me remain grateful towards you. Help me remain grateful the gifts that you have been given to me y'all be careful what you pray for and be careful what you ask for because tell me how I fell at the gym and tore two ligaments in my right foot mind you my right side is my dominant side and my right foot is my driving foot I'm gonna let that settle in for a minute Because if an injury doesn't make you grateful, child, I don't know what will. At first, I was in shock. But once reality kicked in, I was able to see how many things I actually take for granted. Walking, standing, running, jumping, bearing weight, balancing. Here I am complaining about how I'm not progressing in the gym, how my gym is super crowded. And now look at me. I can't even go to the gym if I wanted to. They say that when you're following God, eventually one day you'll have to prove it. So when I fell and the pain kicked in, I knew it was about perspective. I know my father's a healer. I know that he can use all things and work them together for my good. I know what the enemy meant for evil, God can turn it into good. I know that he will never leave nor forsake me. God will never give me more than I could bear. God knows more about me than I know about myself. 
in the Bible, it says in Jeremiah 1, 5, God says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you and ordained you a prophet to the nations. Meaning God knows who I am. He knows what I'm capable of. And my life's mission is to get to know myself. God allows scenarios to play out in my life to reveal who I am to myself. My pastor said it like this this weekend. He said, there's a longing inside of you to know the truth. So what if the only way that God can show you who you are is by the giants that he places in front of you? Which means that God knows something about me and the only way for me to know what God knows about me before he placed me in my mother's womb is to put me in a fight on the level of who I truly am. Look at David and Goliath. Superstars, I don't know what giant is in front of you right now. I don't know what hardship is in front of you right now. I don't know what you are walking through. But God knows something about you. And he wants you to know it too. And if this is your word, I want you to leave a comment. And I want you to rate this podcast. It really helps other people find this message as well. So if you have been blessed by my messages. And you are blessed by this word right here. I want to encourage you to share it. I want you to bless other people. So that they can hear this word as well. Amen. And so if he allowed me to be in a boot. Then it is for his glory. Rather than complaining, I am choosing to see God in every situation. I am able to exercise my gratitude. I thank him that it was only a tear and not a broken bone or a fracture. I thank him that it is something that can heal on its own. No surgery is needed. I thank him that I did not lose a limb. I thank him that I found a good doctor and an affordable doctor that I can see without health insurance. I thank him that I had the finances to see a doctor. I thank him for the unforeseen week I got off work to rest and recover. I thank him for protecting my mind against ungrateful thoughts. I said this before and I will say it again. Life is about perspective. You can take the same incident and have a woe is me mindset and be completely miserable. At that point, you're just a magnet of bad things happening to you. How many of you know that you attract the energy you put out? So if you take a look around you and you find hardship despair, enemies, everywhere you look and turn. Then ask yourself, what seed did I plant to get this kind of harvest? Because you can always tell a tree by its fruit. Earlier, I mentioned that if you say that you're following God, then one day eventually you will have to prove it. So depending on how you react when difficulties come will determine if scripture is written and buried in your heart. 
you have got to practice gratitude. Gratitude is not natural for us. We often feel entitled. What does practicing gratitude look like? I want you to practice three phrases and I want you to finish them off when I say them. Are you ready? Thank you, God, for the... Thank you, God, even though... Thank you, God, because of... Each of these statements reveal God's faithfulness. The first one. Thank you, God, for the... These are past blessings. You are acknowledging him for the past and proven miracles that he is good. Thank you, God, for the roof over my head. Thank you, God, for the car that I am driving. Thank you, God, for the job. Thank you, God, for the air in my lungs. Thank you, God, for the food that is in my stomach. Thank you, God, for the friendships. Thank you, God, for the family. Thank you, God, for the fill in the blank. The second one is when you praise him in the middle of your mess. Praise him even though you are going through something. You trust him that he will make a way when there is no way. Praise him for what you cannot see. This is when all hell is breaking loose around you and you choose to keep your eyes focused on the Lord. When you have enemies all around you, you stay steadfast in the word of God and you look towards your father, your healer, your king, your provider. You look towards your freedom. Thank you, God, even though my leg is hurting right now. I know you are using all things for my good. Thank you, God, even though I cannot walk on my own, that you are the great physician. Thank you, God, even though I am weak because this is my dominant side that is injured, that your strength is made perfect in my weakness. Last one. Thank you, God, because of. This is where you find purpose in the pain. Praise him for what the pain is producing. The Bible doesn't say praise him for all things. The Bible says praise him in all things. You need to get to a place where you can trust God no matter what you are going through that it is for your good. If it didn't serve God's purpose, he wouldn't let it get on your path. A good way of thinking about it is food. We all love food, right? So think about it like this. If you ever cook something, then you know that all the ingredients alone are not good. Okay, so let's say you have onions, garlic, and cloves. If you eat them individually, it's not good. But if you allow God, the head chef, to do his thing in the kitchen, I mean, do his thing, okay? Allow him to stir up and use all those ingredients to make you a meal. The ingredients might not make sense, but the meal is divine. Situations in your life won't make sense, but it is all being used to make you a beautiful life.
where you can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask, think, or even imagine. God wants to reveal who you are to you by the challenges that he places in front of you. You do not have to feel grateful to be grateful. So the last one, let's go. Let's find purpose in this pain. Thank you, God. Because of my leg injury, I get to spend more time with you. Thank you, God. Because of my leg injury, I get to be more grateful towards you. Once again, you have found a way to answer my prayers. Thank you, God, because of the pain that I am in, that you have given me your strength. Thank you, God, because of my leg injury, I am able to experience, feel, and see the love from my family and my friends. When I got injured, I thought of so many reasons why this could be happening. Maybe I was ungrateful. Maybe there's something God was protecting me from. Maybe he needs me to slow down. Maybe he wanted to get my attention. Maybe he wanted me to rely on him. Maybe he wanted to teach me his healing power. Maybe there's someone that he wanted me to encounter at the doctor's office to teach them about Jesus. Who knows? At the end of the day, I trust in the Lord my God. That if he allowed it, then it is for my good. Superstars, learn to see God in every situation. So my title is broken, but still whole. Meaning, even though I am physically broken, I am still whole because I am a child of God. In my weakness, his strength is made perfect. Therefore, learn to take pleasures in your infirmities and reproaches and needs and persecutions and distress because that means that the power of God is resting upon you. The Bible says God comforts us in all our affliction. There's a revelation I got the other day prior to my injury and I want to share it with you all. I'm going to insert the audio clip, but this is actually a reel I made on Instagram. It's also on TikTok, and I believe it is on my YouTube as well, if you want to see a visual, because I share a lot of scripture, so you might hear the pop-up sounds, but I want you guys to hear the revelation that God gave me prior to my injury. Check this out. There's a Bible verse, and I'll put it here on the screen. It says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I was just rattling with that. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And then another verse came into my mind where it says that we do not wrestle flesh and blood. We sometimes are focused on the wrong weapon being prosperous. We are thinking that, oh, it's something physical, like my like the physical flesh cannot be harmed because no weapon formed against me will prosper. But that is not always the case. You know, the devil, it says, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So sometimes it's not always about your flesh. You know, sometimes your flesh may get hurt in the way. Like, you know, sometimes 
pastors will preach that message like no weapon formed against me shall prosper and they'll talk about you know being in the lion's den and also being in the fire and you know they didn't even smell like smoke they didn't smell like what they were going through but what about the times that you do end up getting injured you know where you end up in the hospital room because of an illness or get into the car accident or you lose the job or you lose the relationship what happens when something in your physical reality is actually you know affected it is afflicted it is broken it is damaged what happens when you feel like it prospered the weapon prospered it hurt something in your reality and I want to remind you that sometimes you are looking at the wrong weapon that is being formed because something in your reality may have shaken, but what the devil was really after was your faith, was your happiness, was your joy. And so no weapon formed against you shall prosper. We do not always wrestle flesh and blood. We, the Bible says we do not wrestle flesh and blood. The Bible says we wrestle with spirits and demons and principalities. So the devil is after your faith in God, after your your love for God, after the relationship that you have with God, and that that is what is not going to prosper. That is what he is going to keep sacred. So another verse that says, like, though he afflicts me, but yet I trust him. That just goes to show you that sometimes your physical will get hurt. Sometimes you will be put in the crossfire. And then there's sometimes where he won't even let anything touch you, like being in the lion's den and also being in the fire. But sometimes there is going to be a thorn in your side that you're going to ask God to take out. But yet you trust him so I, I sometimes like I just got this revelation and I'm still making sense of it but sometimes we're looking at the wrong weapon that may be formed and you need to switch your your mental like okay even though this happened I still have my joy you know how some people say you can't steal my joy you can't steal my faith in God and you can't shake me I will have unshakable faith no matter what happens that that is a true meaning of no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Nothing that happens will hurt my faith, my love, and my trust in God. So that will be what is unshakable, what it will not prosper. Nothing will separate you from the love of God. That is the promise that is made. That is it. That is the promise that is made. That nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing can take you away. No weapon formed against you will prosper. I'm still like messing with the idea and the revelation that I'm getting, but that is that is what I want you guys to take away. I have you I hope you have a super starting day. I love you guys. Bye. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, thank you for everyone who is listening to this podcast. I pray that they receive this message with open ears and open hearts. Lord, thank you for our battles. Thank you for loving us enough to place us in the battles that we are in so that we may see who you created us to be. Lord, I know now that the bigger the giant that I face, it's because you think so highly of me. God, thank you so much for creating a warrior in me and choosing to reveal that warrior to me. Lord, I am praying for anyone who is facing a giant right now and they feel defeated or they feel weak. Lord, I pray that you would wrap your arms around them. Allow them to feel your comfort and your strength. Lord, I pray that you help them put on your full armor and help them know that they fight from victory and not to victory. 
Lord, I thank you for always answering my prayers, even if it's not the way that I would have chosen to answer it. But God, you said my ways are not your ways. So God, I thank you for being a good, good father. I pray that those who are listening learn to practice gratitude. I pray that those who are listening learn to see you in every battle, every giant, every hardship, that they learn to not see how big their problem is, but to see how big their father is, how big you are, God. I pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, superstars, that's the end of today's episode. I hope this message left you educated, motivated, and inspired to take your next steps. Always remember, you are alive, you are blessed, you are loved, and you are worthy. You are so worthy. Until next time.